Welcome back everybody to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host Perry, and with me as always is my co-host Eric, the Whiskey Mutant. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. All right, the bit's over. I'm my eyes are watering. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, we hope you're doing well. Eric, how are you doing? Checking myself before I wreck myself. I think that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I get that. Uh, we are just hanging out. It's just a good yeah, time. Yeah. Good time, boys. It's my good time, boys. <laughs> my sweet cheese. My sweet cheese. <laughs> Uh, thanks for coming back for another episode of your returning. If you are here for the first time and you haven't yet, please subscribe, hit the bell, like the video if you're watching on YouTube. But, you know, if you're on uh, the, the podcast app that you're listening on, uh, make sure you're subscribed as well. You can leave us a five star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. If it's on the Apple podcast app, we typically see it. But if we don't see it because it's on another app, uh, send us a little screenshot. We'll read it out here on the show for you. Uh, you can follow us on social media at my bourbon pod at whiskey mutant. Uh, and you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month for as little as $5 a month. You get a bunch of bonus content, content. uh, a little bit more about Patreon here in just a Ooh, moment, because yeah. there's some things that are happening over mm-hmm. there that you're going to want to know about very, very soon. Uh, what else do we have going on? Uh, all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. New designs going up there all the time. Uh, we're going to wind up with a uh, a meetup weekend exclusive shirt. Exclusive. Too, for people. Uh, not excluding the one from last year. Because the one from last year is still. Yeah. That's a universal too. logo. Yeah, exactly. But you got to yeah. get the new limited one. We're going to have. You got to complete the collection. Yeah. We're going to have a special shirt just for that weekend. I may have a Whiskey Mutant shirt too. Oh, is whiskeymutant.shopify.com back? Not yet. I mean, for the meetup only. Okay. Fair no, enough. no, nobody online can get it. Only the meetup, like a very limited, like in person, you got to buy it there. Oh, oh, okay. Pop up shop. Oh, I love pop up shops. One shirt. It's <laughs> just sing- a single shirt. Yeah. First come, first serve. Yeah. One person is able to get it. Yeah, I get yeah. that. No, I'll get a couple different sizes. Uh, if you have questions or comments, you can send them to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. We love having questions and a uh, segment uh, for a segment here. Yeah. On the podcast. Questions. Yeah. Questions. Ask us something. Yeah. Right we'll now. Answer. Right now. <laughs> We're listening. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Sorry. I mean, I'm just being honest. I thought you. you were legally not allowed to talk about that. No, the time frame is like rolled over. So you can like, what's mm. the time frame when something gets dismissed? Okay. So cool. I'm good. I think. I hope so. <laughs> We're loosening them quickly. Better, uh, Time to get out of here. I better make a call. Make a call. Yeah. Ring, ring. Uh, this is the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Um, wrong person. I don't have student loans with you. Bye. How do I turn off an iPhone? <laughs> Good question. How little this thing. Uh, is there anything else? What am I forgetting? Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. Well, do you want to plug the tickets? Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the tickets. We may as well. 
The tickets for This Is My Bourbon Weekend 2023 are on sale right now. There is an Eventbrite logo that, or logo, link that is probably in the description if we have gotten our way through everybody on Patreon uh, at this point. Uh, I am imagining by this point the VIP Plus tickets are sold out, but if they are not, that is everything you get with VIP Plus an exclusive tasting with Peggy No Stevens herself. Yeah. The reason that we are doing this is because uh, Peggy said yes to coming and hanging out with us and doing this live show. We wanted to make sure that we had her expenses covered. Uh, and also just to give uh, a few folks the opportunity to do something special. Yeah. Do something small, unique. Small little group. So you can uh, you can check all that out. Uh, Patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast if the link has not gone live yet. Mm -hmm. uh, it's currently for our top tier Patreon supporters right now. You good? She's scooting food towards the cap food bowl. You good, bro? Homie? You good, homie? <laughs> Um, but there are also the general admission tickets for the live show that is happening Saturday, May 27th. Uh, I, I, I put 6 p.m. on the the thing. I don't know if that, I mean, we could maybe push it a little bit later, right? Or Didn't early. we start at like 7? Well, I think every, I think 6 p.m. is when people check in and we just start, yeah. we do some stuff. And then yeah. the, the show didn't actually start till later. Yeah. So doors at 6, I guess. Yeah. Doors. Uh, there's going to be food. We're probably going to wind up with uh, doing the special refreshments yeah. thing as well that we did last year. Uh, there's a chance that we're going to have another tasting for another single barrel. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's, yeah. uh, we're we're kind of still working on a little bit. We got some things we need to go over uh, in private, I guess. We don't want to talk about it on these. Just talk all the details. Let's right just here. go. Yeah, let's just have a business meeting uh, right yeah. now. Right now. Let's look at the budget. <laughs> Uh, but that uh, that VIP ticket, that VIP plus ticket, those are super super limited. Uh, Thirty in total, ten of plus, twenty of regular. Um, and I, I I think we mentioned this before. Um, we did have to up the price a little bit, but it, it's it's not to nickel and dime anybody. It's to make sure that we have the best experience possible yeah. uh, created for. It's not that much for more. You, for you. No, it's not. It's it's definitely not. Um, so, all that being said, uh, I'm so freaking excited, dude. Pairing with Peggy. Pairing with Peggy. Um, we're gonna have some live music too before the show starts. So when doors are open, music is starting. You can get some food. You can get a drink at the bar. Everybody, Hang out. Have everybody a good gets time. a free um a bar ticket on us with your ticket. Um. Like as Perry said, possibly a sample or something. Um, but yeah, food, drink, live show. It's going to be lit. If you were there last year, the you say. know it was fun. It was a great time, man. Yeah. It was a great time. Uh, we need to uh, request that we not be put directly next to the uh, reunion, <laughs> though, because I don't want to have to deal with those audio issues well, again. I don't know. I, I mean, we've already got our room assigned, so I don't know if they already had that. Can they just like push them like. I mean, they'll break their hip, Perry. I don't mean like push the people. I mean push they, the room. He could be in trouble if he did that. Yeah, you're right. All right. Let's get into a segment that we do oh. just about every week uh, to kick this off. Sounds a little episodes. special. This is Sips and Snacks. In an early <laughs> episode review. It was actually provided to us by Heaven Hill. Wow. Uh, it, we we got sent a bottle of 
their new Bernheim Original Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey, uh, which we're going to be reviewing here in a moment. But they also sent... This is uh, amazing. Right up Eric's alley. Bernheim Original Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey Cake. This is what it looks like. It's a kick. Look at this thing. I mean, it's ridiculous, dude. I'm going to make sure there's not any... Don't don't information on nutrition facts. Oh, I'm nutrition. not. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I uh, whiskey is an. We good? Okay. <laughs> she wants pots of salad. Give that baby some pots of salad. Yo, gaba gaba. Love you. Apparently, my child likes pots of salad. Um, this cake is non-alcoholic and contains less than a half of a percent alcohol. Non-alcoholic. Yeah. I guess at a certain point it's not considered alcohol. Yeah. Uh, so this is from Adam Matthews Baking Company. Really excited to try this. Lucy, uh, prepared this for us and said that it's really good. So. And are we pairing it with Oh, uh, we are pairing it with the Bernheim. Oh, uh, oh wow. Okay. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, whoa. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It's so moist. I mean, this was made at least like a week and a half ago. It tastes like it just came out of the... I know. The bakery. Um, Are we going to pour over first? Or are we going to drink first? How do you want to do this? Let's drink first and then pour over. Oh, one more bite for us. I'm not a big sweets person, just kind of in general. Like, it's not the snack that I go for if I'm going for a snack. This is so dangerous, though. I mean, I would be in trouble. I'm going to have to send you home with some. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, To not be, quote, alcoholic cake, it's got a boozy note to it. It definitely does. Wow. Also, sorry for my kid crying in the background. <laughs> Pasta salad. I don't know if you can hear her or not, but. Okay. Now, Berm. I keep saying Berm. Bermham. Bernheim. Yep. Original Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey. This barrel is barrel proof. proof. This is the first release uh, of their batched Kentucky Straight Wheat Whiskey Barrel Proof. A223. That's different. 118.8 proof. Oh, the And I believe, and I'll, I'll check the press release, but I'm pretty sure that it's seven to nine years old. It's just, it's barrel proof wheat. It smells more like a weeded bourbon mm-hmm. than it does a wheat whiskey. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, I mean, if we're going by the, the barely legal, quote unquote, mash bill standards... Uh, this is barely a barely legal wheat whiskey. It's fifty one percent wheat. 
So. Cheers. Oh. Mm. That's a butterscotch. Mm. Finish is a little light. A little light. But it's so sweet up front. Yeah. It's good, dude. Oh, that is good. It's it's the whiskey that I didn't know I needed <laughs> for for 2023. What's the proof? 118.8. 118. Almost 120 proof in it. Yeah. It slaps, it kicks, it kills. Um it murders. Murdered out. It strangles. It strangles all the rye and just says, I'm weed whiskey. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm trying to remember. I can't hardly remember, but when I was talking to you before. The uh, you do you bourbon. You do bourbon. Yeah. You do bourbon. You do you boo. Um, the Bernheim sample that we got to try was my second favorite. Like I almost got one of those to take home just because... I never had so different, yeah. But you know, I went back to watch Craig. Um, <laughs> but now I'm very happy that this is available mm-hmm. in the barrel proof version. Sorry, I took a bite <laughs> right before I should have started talking. Um, so 51% wheat, 37% corn, and 12% malted barley. I like that. Just like Larceny, just like Elijah Craig Barrel Proofs. Nice. Um, I just, I love the fact that this is a thing. Yeah. Uh, I I never really thought that I I would have wanted this to be a product on the market. But now that it's out, I'm not mad about it. Uh Uh-oh. By any means. Uh, so I guess we got to do it. We got to. We got to do the pour over. We got to do the pour over. That's, Dude, I can't get over just how fresh this cake feels. Oh. Does this come with the cake <laughs> in stores? Because it should. Oh. That's where it's at. Oh, my. That little bit of booziness that I was like, man, this thing kicks a little bit. There it is. And it makes the cake. It just amps everything up in this cake to 11. That's one of the best pairings we've ever done on the show. Oh, wow. And I know that, you know, it was like built for the two of them to go together. Yeah. But not everybody's going to get to do that. No. Oh. Oh my gosh. Big fan. I like that a lot. <laughs> well, what do you give the pairing out of 10? The pairing out of yeah. 10? 10. Oh, 10 out of 10 for sure. Or if you want to go Whiskey Mutant, 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10. Do these things pair? Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. You've you've demolished your cake. Yeah. What happened there? 
Total stalker. Um, you look like you glitched in and out of the Matrix for a second. <laughs> it's just a little twitch that you had. This thing is good with coffee, too. Is it? Yeah. Thanks. Okay. All right. That's how you start a show. That's how you start a show. We still got to review this thing, though. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So do you like the bottle shape? I, I do. I think it's unique enough, but it, it's also the same shape as the regular Bernheim. So it's not like a new invention or anything. It's not crazy out there. Uh, it's, a, yeah, I don't have any problem with it. So so they just kept it on brand with just using the same as like a yeah, pretty egg, much. larceny and stuff like yeah. that. Um, it I, looks it, just plain in the front to me. So you really got to pay attention to that barrel proof label. Yeah. Like I could see this being overlooked is the only thing. Here's my question. Do you think that people are going to find, and this is going to get uh, a, a little bit stepping into our, our topic of conversation for this week. Do you think that this is going to have the same attraction that people find with Larceny and Elijah Craig barrel proofs? Like, do you think this is going to sit on the shelf or will it just be unfindable? Is that I, a word? <sighs> Hidden? Um. <laughs> You know what? I don't know. I don't know if this may be the one that the people who kind of know their brand and have tried a bunch of things, this may be the one that they get and they're the ones that sell this one out as opposed to people who maybe they don't try different things. And, you know, they know Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Or they, yeah. they like larceny because, I mean, I'm not that familiar with uh, Bernheim. I mean, I've only had it a handful of times, and even then, it's like, you know, a small handful. So I don't know. It's a good question. I think it probably depends on how much they bottle. Yeah. Is it like a couple of bottles per store? Then I think it sells out. Is it yeah. a couple cases? Uh, it may sit. I don't know. I don't either. It's good though. Yeah, this is a. I I think it's kind of a. Despite the fact that Bernheim is a product that has been <laughs> tested on the market for a long time, uh, I don't know of a lot of people who are thinking, oh, I need this in barrel proof. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that being said, uh, I do think that there is that attraction of people who, you know, fell in love with bourbon because of your Wellers and your. Van Winkles, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it, yeah. and and so they see wheat, and they see something that is kind of of the same right. caliber yeah. as that. So, all that being said, we're going to actually put this through its paces, nose palette finish and price uh, that we normally do with reviews here on the show. I like the nose a lot. It's it's not my favorite nose, but it is not unpleasing, if that makes sense. Um, I think my nose, I think I like the nose more than the palate. It's probably my favorite thing, honestly. It's a little weird, sweet and weird, and that's kind of like what I like to gravitate towards. I'm getting the nose a four. I'm going to give it a three, and I'm going to give the palate a 3.5. I think it's that little bit of a step up. I think that there is a lot of malted barley coming through mm -hmm. uh, it kind of threw out and by the time that it gets to the finish that that's kind of all you're getting just kind of a bitterness i think on the on the back end 
uh, which is not a terrible thing by any means. Right. But I think it's a strange uh, juxtaposition with everything else that's happening on there. What did you give the palette? A three. Uh, I think it's solid. I think it's yeah. it's very... Um, pardon my French. Smooth. Oh, how dare you. Um, but it is. It's like it's You're gonna not, have to write an apology letter. I huh? know, I know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. I'm sure I'll get banned on Facebook or something. Um, but it is, it's like it's not complicated. It doesn't make me really think a lot. Um and it's just good. It's just it's just sweet. It's a sweet whiskey. Yeah. Um, so yeah, three. I Going back to what I was saying about the finish, not my favorite thing in the world. Uh, I'm going to give it a two. I give it a 2.5. Okay. It's probably, it's my least favorite part too. It's there, but it's gone very fast. Yeah. And it doesn't like do like that drying effect where it's like, oh man, I got to get another pour. It's like, yeah, where's my finish at? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if that's that this particular batch or what, but. I'm sure it's going to evolve and yeah. change and improve by the time you know, batch three rolls around the C batch, I guess. Uh, I wonder if that's going to be like C1023. If they're pushing everything back a month. That'll be four numbers on there. Yeah. Interesting. That'll look different. Different, but cool. Yeah. I don't have any problem with it. Price is $65. I think that this is scratching an itch that nobody really knew that they had, but at the same time, uh, it is... Just a nice addition to the the whiskey shelf in general. I like it at sixty five dollars. I, I really don't have much of a problem with it. I just wish uh, wish I wish that the whiskey I wish um, weeder. <laughs> uh, I, I I wish that the the product that is actually in the bottle was just a little bit better. But I think that's going to develop with time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give the price a four. I give it a three point five. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the same. I think, I think if it was if it blew me away a little bit more, I would say, oh, it's worth it, or even more. Yeah. Um, I'll. I think the only negative with the price is just it's a newer product that people aren't used to. So maybe it would help it if it was a little cheaper to like get it, like make people want to get it that may not know what it is. Yeah. You know, you see. You see this at like forty nine ninety nine, and it's a barrel proof weeded whiskey. It may be a little bit more approachable or catch people's attention more that way. But yeah. other than that, I think it's above average as far as the price goes. Oh yeah, so. for sure. I give it a sure. thirteen. Twelve point five. Damn, there we go. Not bad. Not bad at all. If that's available, and you see it sitting, I say grab it. Yeah, I think so too. Eric, what have you been drinking recently? <sighs> Not a lot. You've had a busy week. I've been working a lot. Um, well, let's see. What did I have um, earlier before on Sunday? Where was I at? You went to Pepper. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Mm-hmm. I did. We went to James uh, Pepper Distillery uh, before we went to Goodfellas to have pizza and um, our, me and April always getting old fashioned. Uh, that's her favorite. What's that? And uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I love this so fast. <laughs> uh, uh. Um, yeah, so I had uh, Old Pepper, Old Fashioned. 
man, if you're in Lexington, I we I've said this bajillion times, but go to the distillery district and don't don't pass up Old Pepper. Mm-mm. I know it's kind of a small place and everything, but it that makes it even better. They've got a lot of products on their shelf in there now. Um, they've got a uh, like a malted thing. They've got their own bourbon. They've got their own rye now. Um, you can do a full tasting there. You can do tours. And their old fashions are just amazing. Um, and then when I was in Goodfellas, I had the uh, 11-year-old uh, Russell's pick, mm. which was really good. Nice. Really good. Yeah. And... Um, Let's see. Oh, I got um, I got laughed at by an old man. More old. I mean, if you were on the pregame chats, like I've had a horrible time. What's with going on with people. you and old people? Because I said that on the 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 hot takes. It's just cosmic karma. Yeah, it's karma. <laughs> old people are out to get me. Apparently, because I did the annoying thing where I took a picture of the bottle, you know, and the old guy goes. I guess it will last longer if you take a picture. Oh, shut huh? up, dude. <laughs> he was like 60, 70 years old. Um, That's not that old. My mom's almost 60. Um, <laughs> well, he acted old. Well, my mom is 60, actually. Yeah, but she wouldn't say that. No. Saying that made you an instant boomer old person to me. Um, my mom's 62 this year. But yeah, so I had to tell him, I was like, I like to share, show my friends. I like to document what I've had. Well... Just your, you, it won't last. Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Shut up, <laughs> go break a hip." No, I'm sorry, I didn't I just, mean that. I just imagine I you do going mean like, that to him, but I hope that didn't happen. <laughs> I just imagine you going like, "Huh," yeah. and just moving on. <laughs> um. So yeah, I did that, <laughs> and I don't, I don't have any problem with that. With people asking to take pictures of the bottle, I think it's fine. Yeah. I know some people get annoyed about it, as you can tell. Um, so I'm sure as is evidenced by this conversation. Yeah. So hopefully he popped a good blue pill and he had a good night, um, there. So didn't wind up in the ER or something. (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) we went to, uh, Agave and Rye. Oh, last weekend. Uh, those are the crazy taco places, right? Yeah. I got a kangaroo taco. I had what? It was awesome. I went there once and I got something crazy. I can't yeah. remember which one it was. Um, here's the thing though. This is not a what I've been drinking. This is what I've been eating. Uh, Eden, your your daughter. Yeah. What well, what Eden's been eating? Pasta salad. Pasta salad. Um, place is a bit of a scam. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you because they like to take the taco, the the tortilla. And put just so much mac and cheese on it, and then like a little bit of meat on yeah. top. I uh, and with that, you know, we each get a couple of drinks. We had a couple tacos each. Uh, Bill was like one hundred and fifty dollars. It's well, too. I was not happy, especially if you want more than just one taco. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they load it up, and yeah, like you said. But I had what I'm considering my new go-to. Margarita, which was still a tequila margarita, okay, but with like a like a splash of mezcal, like a floater too, kind of, yeah, yeah, so good, man, so good. Adds that just like extra little bit of uh, of depth to the 
flavor profile nice on it but uh that's about the only like notable thing i had a, a dad's got a, a nashville barrel co oh yeah single barrel oh pick yeah, yeah at his house right now so i, I had some of that earlier nice. this week too nice. but yeah for the most part um <laughs> nothing really off the wall it's been a big work week this week and it's like yeah a lot of a lot of stress a lot of like decompressing but not in a way that i'm like i gotta have a drink right now right, you know right, what i mean right. i've just kind of been like i just i just need to hang out yeah <laughs> I need I've, to been, chill. I've been craving naps more than i have bourbon this yeah. week i feel that dude i feel you i feel it I feel you <sighs> Let's do something before we get to our topic, or at least pour it while we're this talking about stuff. Yeah. So last week, if you've been listening, uh, we threw a bunch of French oak chips into a Wild Turkey 101 bottle. French oak. And this was off the back of having done it in a, a smaller container and I just wanted to see what some more time would do to to this I made particular. it dark I'll tell you that boy howdy did it <laughs> dark souls over here what the heck I mean that is a dark dark bourbon now smell that thing smell of that smell that what is that that's the most cherry cola wild turkey 101 Whoa. I've ever smelled. That smells like That's crazy. That smells like cherry cola, but it smells exactly like a double oaked product. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I know that's what we're essentially doing, but it's crazy how double oaked like that specific double oakiness is. I know, right? Somebody's here. And they rang the doorbell. Fred Minnick. Do we have more samples? <laughs> more samples? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything. Well, I don't know who this person is. No samples. Just a random lady with pink hair. Pink hair. Nice. <laughs> All right. Let's find out what's going on here. Whoa. <laughs> That's bitter. <laughs> it's Woody. Woody's Roundup. Come on, it's time to play. Um, man, Brent's till the end on this one. Wow. Um, I think it's time to get rid of those oak chips. <laughs> there can't be much left flavor-wise to them. I don't it? know, dude. I mean, I think we gotta let it go one more week and see. Okay, let's find out. I want to see if it either that's like the lifespan of them, and it's like they're not doing anything else, yeah. or if it sends it over the edge. Should uh, no, nah, never mind. What? I was going to say, should we just put more regular turkey in there? Uh, I think we've got a good control here. Like, I think so, to... too. Wow. Those <sighs> things. That's a... <laughs> it's, 
kind of rough. <laughs> Remember when we tried the uh, the barrel that we blended uh-huh. like after way after the meetup and stuff? Yeah. How bad it was? Yeah, it was not good. Still uh, in there. This actually, there's nothing in there. Really, it evaporated. For real? Yeah, I went I went to it recently just to see if anything was still in there, and I shook it. It was completely empty. So we're we gonna put something back in that barrel. Yeah, we are. So what would that be? I don't know. Quadruple? No, like quadruple barrel? Still a double barrel, right? Yeah. Something finished in Willet and Rare rare Breed barrels. Do a rare character. Rare character. That's a good idea. If we wind up with those uh, Rare Bird 101. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Turkey bottle. I didn't notice your action figure there. These guys? Yeah. That's Rhett and Link. I know. I didn't notice yeah. you had them. That was a uh, mythical society. Oh, you're in a, a clan. Yeah, exactly. A secret group. Yeah. They've got robes and everything. Damn. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, they did like as their first. What was your initiation? I had to pee in a cup. That's it? Uh, it was like three feet away. And you drank it. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> I didn't know you were in a cult. No, it's like their their personal Patreon. Sure, that's what they all say. Yeah, join yeah, my personal a, Patreon. There's you send written... money directly to me, and you meet me directly. Where's the link? There is no link. You just that's link. You just text me. There's there's the link. <laughs> Speaking of link, do you see? Have you seen these screenshots and stuff from the new Zelda? Screenshots. I've been watching. I watched the I trailer. I don't watch trailers. I know bro. you don't. I know you don't, but I have I have theories about what's going to happen in this game. Yeah. And I don't think... So the new trailer came out this week um, during the Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's got specific theories about who the bad guy is, and I think... I think they're wrong. I think we have a different villain on our hands. Donkey Kong. This <laughs> is the story of Link joining the Super Smash Bros. It's it's Wario. Yeah. <laughs> you get to the end and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> but it's not like, it's not Wario like made to look like he's in the no, Zelda it's universe. Just it's just his sprite from... He's like, we are going to battle and it turns into <laughs> Super Smash Bros. Uh, no, I have never been this excited for a game ever um i've also never followed the production of a video game the way that i have this one before too um and and a lot of that had to do with the fact that i just kind of didn't play video games for a few years yeah um and so i just kind of stopped caring so i've been playing a lot of catch-up over the past few years and uh as a a product of that uh i'm now just incredibly excited for tears of the kingdom i I just tears of the kingdom that sounds that's the most metal name ever tears of the kingdom tears of the kingdom get the fuck (laughs) all right sorry i interrupted you no it's okay but i've i've been going back and playing uh breath of the wild Mm, as well actually um 
so instead of like shelling out hundreds of dollars for all the amiibos, yeah, I got the amiibo cards. Uh huh. So that's like thirty six of them or something for like twenty bucks. Nice. And they function the exact same way as amiibos, uh, but it's the only way to like get a hundred percent in the game because yeah. there's like locked armor and and weapons and everything. Uh, but it's also the only way that you can get a Pona, his horse, yeah, uh, through one of these amiibos. So hmm. I, I did that. It was really cool. But it looks like Epona's going to be in the next game. She wasn't in. She better uh, be. She wasn't in Breath of the Wild. So I don't know if they were just like, oh well, you know, she's kind of in Breath of the Wild, but you have to do a certain thing, and so we may as well just put her in. <laughs> Sorry. I can't tell you how many times I have started. And not finish new Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask files. <laughs> I mean, because you play it, you're like, I want to play this. And you start, you get to like towards the middle and you're like, I'm going to take a break. And then you just find something. You just kind of forget. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say the definitive way for me to play those titles is on the 3DS. Because they got remastered and re-released back in like 2014, mm-hmm. I think, uh, for for that console. And I mean, that's... That's what's up. I love those those titles on the 3DS. Um, that being said, I still go back and play the N64 yeah. versions of it. And you can also play Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and, well, yeah, I guess N64 too, but that was already out. But on Switch Online, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. So got just a massive screen with, like, Super Mario Land 2, <laughs> game that came out in 1991. Well, that's how they, back in the day, you could get uh, you could get the oh, uh, adapter yeah. that went into the Super Nintendo, and you put yeah. then you put the Game Boy game into it, and it was still such a small screen, and they just put like a pattern around it to like yeah. fill the screen. You're like, yeah, what's this? Why did they do this? Um, let's spin Nintendo talk. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna talk about <laughs> uh, the I I don't I don't like to keep using the the phrase current state because that kind of sounds negative. I think in some ways, but just like what's going on with Heaven Hill right now? Just kind of an overview of uh, the the brand as it stands in February of 2023. Well, you know, they've won my heart today. <laughs> Because they sent a cake. They sent a cake, they sent a full bottle, and they sent a sample of oh, buddy. the Heritage Collection, uh, the second edition. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think Heaven Hill is just like killing it. Um, they had one of the best whiskeys going into the end of 2022, and people are still getting that into 2023, which was the Parker's Heritage. Everybody loved the... Uh, the heritage collection for last year, which people are still trying to get that. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy with, um, I just picked up at Ernie's, um, eight one twenty three. They had some, yeah. so I grabbed the bottle cause I enjoyed it so much when we reviewed it with Papa Ritter, with Papa Ritter. Um, I think it was more solid than anything we got in 2022. Yeah. Um, the larceny was good. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like even going to Heaven Hill right now is fun. Like they have their, yeah. their bar open up there. They have the walking museum. They have the you do you boo boo bourbon <laughs> uh, experience. He's never going to get it right. Uh, um, I think I think they're in a good spot. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Well, I I think that when we we look at heritage brands, <laughs> I kind of choked on that word. When we look at heritage brands and we look at distilleries that the general public is pretty familiar with, maybe not by name, but at least by product. Yeah. I think that Heaven Hill falls under the category of they're doing a really good job of listening to their consumers. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that they're out of touch. I think, you know, we we did kind of like scratch our heads a little bit with the Bernheim barrel proof just because, you know, I I know that they did it with you do bourbon, but I don't know of anybody who was like, that needs to be a product that's on the the standard market that everybody has access to. That being said, though, I mean, like, I haven't heard anything bad about the the Bernheim barrel proof that was offered during you do bourbon. I mean, yeah, you, I you even just said, yeah, you yeah. said it was your second. Uh, option behind the Elijah Craig barrel mm-hmm. proof, uh, which was 66.6% oh, ABV. Yeah, <laughs> Evil. It's so good, too. But I also think, too, that, and, and, you know, there, there are these other like outstanding factors, I think, that have tarnished somebody like Buffalo Trace with, you know, um, the, shoot the distribution company that they just sued Um, republic Republic, yeah yeah. i which i mean essentially it came out that republic was just sitting on product and not delivering it um so like there there's that going against buffalo trace but i also think too that their their brand recognition or their brand elasticity is so much smaller than somebody like Heaven Hill. And what I mean by that is Heaven Hill has so many different brands, so many different labels that they put out, even though they're essentially making the same whiskey day in and day out, right? So you've got all of these different expressions of uh, bottom shelf bottled and bonds, um, you've got your kind of mid-tier offerings with Elijah Craig, Heaven Hill, Bottled and Bond, Larceny too, uh, even though that's a different mash bill. Um, but then, you know, you've got your yearly three batch releases of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, Larceny Barrel Proof, and now Bernheim yeah. Barrel Proof too. Um, but there's there's just something for everybody. And I think also with, with that translates to more so for me is that there's something for everybody every time of year (laughs) it's consistency you know um and i i don't i don't mean to pick on buffalo trace but i think that they're it's an easy kind of point of conversation within this but I mean, the the closest that they probably are right now to something like that is the the new benchmark line new it's been out since 2020 um 
but you know what I mean? Like they, they finally have a product that seems like it's always on shelves. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've not gotten to the point where I've, you know, at, at least not since, um, the, the glass shortage yeah. kind of finally started to let up a little bit. Um, but it's, uh, what was I saying? They're, they're there. Yeah. They're there now. Mm. Um, but you see benchmark and you don't necessarily go. And I mean, this is kind of a general consumer thing as well. You don't necessarily immediately go, oh, it's Buffalo Trace product. Right. You know. Yeah. But. It's not like <laughs> you're saying like, oh, I can't wait for the Buffalo Trace barrel proof a whatever coming yeah. out this month. And then I'll get another one. Like they were doing Stag Junior there for a while that, you know, you were getting a couple yeah, batches. And now it's like, I freaking, I don't even know Stag Junior when the last time I saw one of those, I don't know if I've seen anything other than just random Buffalo trace itself just sitting around. I mean, I don't even think about it anymore. Taylor from time to time. Yeah. Just Sazerac Rye. Eagle rare here and there, but like it's never anything that I can go in and be like, you know what? I'm going to grab a bottled and bond product, blah, blah, blah. Like I always know heaven Hill is going to have something. Yeah. Exactly. And more than likely, you're going to find something a little allocated. I mean, a larceny barrel proof, even Lodge Craig barrel proof now, more people yeah. are getting that. So that that kind of, I think, leads into another part of this conversation, which is, I, I know, I know, you know, ostensibly the answer to this question is probably, well, it's because they have more publicity or people are just more aware of the brand. But why is it so much harder to get a a Buffalo Trace product versus a Heaven Hill? And I think that, you know, the straw man argument of it is, well, Heaven Hill's just not as good, which I don't think is true no. at all. No. But you know what I mean, though, yeah. that there is this, that in some people's minds, probably, that Heaven Hill is just not making whiskey that is as good as Buffalo Trace. I don't think that's true. I think if anything, they're on par with each other. They just take different approaches yeah. to what they are. I mean, like you said earlier, doing. like Heaven Hill has so many more brands under their belt and stuff like that. And I'm assuming I don't know the logistics and the sizes of Rick Houses and all that, but I'm assuming Heaven Hill is a little bigger than Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could say they have more product and they can put out more, but I still think with how big and how popular and everything Buffalo Trace is, I think they could still have a product that was like semi-available that you may see sitting around sometimes. Or yeah. or making, you know, a Buffalo Trace something bottled in bond or something that's yeah. hanging out that's cheaper and all that. I don't know. I mean, like you said, you got Benchmark. It's got bottled in bond and all that, but... You don't necessarily know that's Buffalo Trace unless you kind of know the brand and know the background yeah. and stuff like that. So, I mean that with with that in mind too. I mean you you're not necessarily looking at JTS Brown and going Heaven Hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean it 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 just kind of looks like in the midst of everything else, right? Just another brand, right? So I, hmm. I I I think that in some ways Heaven Hill has done themselves the 
the the good fortune of that's not the way I meant to phrase that, but they've done themselves the favor, I think is what I was trying to say, of not having expressly like Heaven Hill branded products. Yeah. Which allows them to spread across the uh spread across the stream yeah. a little bit further. Um and give people the opportunity too to try things that are of different calibers, different flavor profiles too. I mean, you know, despite the fact that JTS Brown and JW Dant are the same distillate, the same mash bill, uh, those flavor profiles, flavor profiles, excuse me, are vastly different Mm -hmm. from one another. And I mean, that's the sign of a good uh, tasting team that that builds products and sign of, you know, just a, a, a board of directors, I guess, that know how to sustain a a viable distillery. Yeah. What would happen if Buffalo Trace said, all right, we're going to give you more Buffalo Trace. And they did, they did the benchmark thing, but it was Buffalo Trace bourbon. What would happen? You think just people would go nuts? Yeah, no, I absolutely do. I think they absolutely would lose all the time sold out. Probably. Probably. Um, But yeah, I think the best thing that, Buffalo Trace did so that they had a more accessible line of products that people don't necessarily go, hey, it's more Buffalo Trace. I got to get this. Uh, was to not brand it as a Buffalo Trace yeah. line of products. Yeah, and I know they um, got E.H. Taylor bottled and bond and all that. I'm not talking, well, I'm sure, saying like yeah. a Buffalo Trace, normal Buffalo Trace, and it says like Buffalo Trace bottle. Yeah, the label Buffalo Trace. Yeah, the label Buffalo yeah. Trace. Yeah. No, I think that people would just. I think it would be a, a mad right off the top of the your just head, a mad dash. Secondary price for bottled and bond Buffalo Trace. First week of release. One fifty. Damn. And it's what would be the MSR MSRP? Forty five. That's a good guess. Yeah. Yeah. Could be more. It could be like two hundred. Yeah. You know, because you think about um Weller Antique, which is fifty bucks a bottle now, and I think that goes for like Oh God! What does it go for on secondary? What one fifty two hundred? Maybe something like that. I know foolproof is two seventy five. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think there's definitely Buffalo Trace definitely has more opportunities they could work with. Um, and I think Heaven Hill has tons that they are working with, and you know, they have the flexibility that they could back back off a little bit if they wanted to or they could just go full blown and start asking and throwing out more product for us yep. and i think they're doing a little bit of that so bernheim uh i i think that heaven hill just now we have a happy child i uh, i think heaven hill is just kind of on track to you know continue to be one of those leading distillers yeah in the game and i just hope that they never reach that like unable to find status that buffalo trace has oh like to. the hop and stuff yeah i don't know they deserve it i just think it's one of those things that <sighs> i'm not gonna say it you hate the you hate it um but, but the people if who you know you know yeah the people who understand like what's going on like the the mash bills and like what they're putting into it and all that stuff. And it's like, if everybody knew that, I think they would be way more hopped than what they are. Yeah. 
Give me that other Turkey 101 real quick just so I can show the video version how. (laughs) Regular? Not French oak chips. That's just a week, too. Wow. That is ridiculous. Anyway. Send those away and copter in. Mellow corn. No. Our second review of the episode and also a review that I... This this is a high bar, high tier, super duper extra premium bottle. Damn. 20 years old. 20 year old mellow corn. <laughs> oh, 115 proof. Yeah, dude. Kentucky straight corn whiskey. The second edition of Heaven Hill Heritage Collection. Wow. Um <laughs> so. 80% corn, 12% malted barley, and 8% rye. Age statement of over 20 years. The release is made up entirely of 110 barrels produced in October of 2002. Uh, pulled from the third floor of Rick House 1K. 1K. $290. 290 okay. Keep that in mind while we're drinking and reviewing. Mm. Also, oh. Oh, sorry, dude. Caught it. I caught it. I caught it. I didn't even spill. Nope. Uh, they also sent a Heaven Hill oh, Glen Cairn. Thanks. And a, and Bernheim and a cake. Yeah, it's been a good week with uh, with Heaven Hill, for sure. So sorry, man. What? <laughs> we almost I'm spilled good. almost three hundred dollar whiskey. Yeah, wouldn't be the first time we did that. Probably won't be the last. If our track record is anything to go off of. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> God. It's metallic. It's it's borderline like markery. Yeah. But the bad thing is, the bad thing is, it's that thing like when you're a kid and you're like, I really want to smell this again. Yeah. <laughs> pa- pass, pass me the markers, bro. Give me that Sharpie. Oh, it's crazy. None of that Crayola crap. Wow. <laughs> dude, the more you smell it, though, the more it smells like popcorn. 20-year-old mellow corn, dude. Can you imagine, like, the meeting when they were like, all right, what you guys got? What's for, next? For the next Heritage Collection. Some guys just like, you know, Melicorn. They're like, what? Genius! Genius! <laughs> Let's go. We have some. What? <laughs> wow. Crazy stuff, man. Markers and popcorn. My childhood. <laughs> what? <laughs> Cornbread pancakes. Cornbread is the thing. Sweet, sweet cornbread. There's some sweet cream butter. Yeah. Too. There's some a little bit of maple. Yeah. Cornbread is the dominant thing. Yeah. And it's whatever little sweetness. A cornbread muffin, a cornbread pancake. Sweet butter, maple, some brown sugar. Holy. 
That's crazy. Man. There's nothing about that that says 20 plus years old. Mm-mm. Like I was looking for like some funkiness or something like that. Yeah. It's so sweet. VIP plus tickets are going quick, y'all. Uh-oh. <laughs> Three out of 10 sold already. Well. That, that's pretty quick, though. That's almost half of the plus. Yeah. That's the plus. That's the ultimate package. Yeah. Um. Wow, that's so sweet to be 20-some years old. I guess it's that corn, though. It has to be, yeah. I would never think that's 20 years me old. Me It's... That's kind of... Pardon my French. Mind-fucking me? Smooth. Oh, that's not oh, what no. I was going to say. Because um, it is. It's messing with my <laughs> no, head right is. now. It is, for sure. But I like even devoid of thinking about the statistics of this. Twenty years old, one hundred and fifteen proof. By the way, doesn't drink like one hundred and fifteen proof by any means. Um, <laughs> it's actually really good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so drinkable. I was kind it's of so worried. I was worried about the nose. The nose, I think, is uh, it. It's the worst part. You got to get past the nose. Yeah. If you just like pick this, poured it, picked this up, and went, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> god, there's so much cornbread in that. It just it like there's a level of this where I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. No, that's like, what just I a, said. Giddy, a giddiness about it, you know. <sighs> I really like it, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm still getting stuff. Yeah. It's got layers, that's for sure. Oh, it certainly does. Uh, nose palette finish and price? Yeah. Let's do this it. This is going to be the weirdest like nose to palette yeah, I know. thing for me. Uh, I'll say it. I'm giving the nose a two. I'm giving it a two as well. That uh, thing is weird. It's so and not so the weird strange. that I like. <laughs> no, it's just. I mean, if if you it's paint markers. If I were supposed to just base my decision on whether or not I wanted to drink this whiskey off of the nose, I would have said absolutely not. I wouldn't be having it right now. I said this is going to be crazy. This yeah. is not going to be drinkable. Yeah. Yeah. Two out of five. Yeah. Um, Palette's a four, though. I got a 4.5. <laughs> Holy. This woke you up. Yeah, it did. I could see you starting to fade a little bit during our conversation, and this actually like brought you back to life. It did. Man. Finish? It's a three. It's got what's happening with the, the palette, but it almost has a watered down bourbon yeah. flavor to it, which I hate. <laughs> I I give it a 3.5 just because at first I didn't like the finish, and then the more I drank it, the more I felt like I got more on the finish. Yeah. So I guess that is kind of like it may take you a little bit to get a yeah. decent thing, but I don't know. It still kind of leads into from the palate, like, yeah, 3.5. Yeah. Um, $290. <sighs> um... Well, <laughs> now look, I'm taking all everything into consideration. I think this is such a unique experience. Oh, yeah. And it's also like, 
I mean, uh, it's so in and of itself, like, but I don't think that it's $300 worth of whiskey. I gave it a three. Yeah. I think I'm gonna give it a yeah, I'm gonna give it a three as well. I think like you're saying, it's so unique that yeah, it's gonna get a higher price tag. Um would I wanna see this at one fifty, two hundred? Yeah, probably. Even cheaper, maybe. Yeah. Um the fact that this is in been put in the heritage collection automatically makes this thing gonna makes it more expensive. Oh yeah. I mean that's just how it's gonna be. We yeah. saw the seventeen year and it was almost the same price. You know, it does not kind of follow that ten dollars per year thing. Uniqueness and all that uh, it's it's definitely worth it for the un- uniqueness. Um I would have loved to seen this on the ten dollars per year price tag. Yeah. So I th- I think it's okay. I think it could be better, so yeah. that's why I gave it a three. I, yeah, I, I agree. I think the whiskey itself is uh, really quite good. <laughs> Can you imagine this in a blonde? I'd be so confused. How, if, does, how could, could you imagine you if you are... Oh, by the way, um, as we're recording, Eric's competing in Matt Madness tonight. Yeah, who knows what just, happened? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even mention that up top. Did I get to the next round? Did I even get any points? You'll know by now. Yeah, you'll um, know. But could you imagine Matt throwing this in the blind? Oh, my God. I'd be like, ah, four-year-old sweetness. Oh, yeah, I was actually 20 years old. Yeah. Corn whiskey. Uh, so I gave it a 12 out of 20. I had 13. Just the same score I gave the Bernheim. Yeah. So. I think mine was a, well, a 13.5 or something. 13? Yeah. I don't know. Either way. Um <laughs> it, would de- it would depend on, you know, the time of my paycheck and if I had extra to spend I didn't care maybe there wasn't some other stuff and I saw it I would have to see it probably at my local place and I'm like you know what All right, I'm going to go ahead and pull it Um, Heritage Collection let's do it Yeah, I don't know if I'd get up early and wait in line for this but it's unique as hell the bourbon from last year for sure oh yeah this questionable yeah you have any high proof hot takes this week um, high proof hot takes. Um, uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday coming up. Don't get so bent out of shape if somebody posts something about your team and they lost. Just chill out. It's just for fun. I really don't hate you. It's just a joke, okay? Which I don't really care anymore because the Bengals didn't make it, so I'm okay. <laughs> so I won't post anything. Did you ever the- find out who they are? Yeah, who day didn't make it to the Super Bowl? <laughs> Y'all get on out of here. My favorite part, um, I mean, it, you can go on my Facebook and look at this, but, you know, I've said this on here. I'm not a big Bengals fan. Like, they treated us bad, and yeah. yeah, I'm just not a fan. What is the big deal about somebody who's not a fan of that team, and that team beat my team? Yes, I know my team didn't make it either. But what's wrong with a person going on there and being like trash talking the team that essentially beat their team? Like that just seems natural, right? Sure. Well, apparently not. Apparently, people think you got to be we're, we're root for us, but all for one and all one for, for all. One. No, I'm not going to do that. Some guy argued with me and he thought I was cheering for a different team. I go, I don't even like this team. 
that you're talking about. He was talking about the Ravens beating the Bengals. And I'm like, I don't care about the Ravens. My son is the Ravens fan. I don't. He got so tore up about it. Don't get tore up about it if your friends don't root for your team and they say funny things on Facebook. Just stop. Get some help. <laughs> it's just joking. It's professional sports. Who cares? We're just having fun. It's entertainment. If nobody trash-talked and was fun and sarcastic online, it would be so boring. <sighs> boring. Opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one, but and mine's usually, better than yours. And they usually stink. <laughs> but mine is better. Yeah. I've heard that before. That's good. That's good. Good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my high-proof hot take is accountability matters. If you say that you are doing something uh, or that you have a job to do and you're basically just skipping out on doing that, even though everybody else says or no or thinks that you are doing it um take a good hard look at yourself <laughs> what are you doing i mean honestly like don't don't uh, i've been dealing with this this week so that's do the work yeah do the work do the work that you say you're going to be doing um getting a job it's kind of like what you say about whiskey getting a job is not like what do you say? A privilege? Like it's not like oh, it's a it. No, it is. Your, it is your, a privilege. It's not a right. Yeah, you chose that job, and you agreed to do that job. So just do it. Yeah, you don't get a job and you just get mad because it's like I can't just goof off all the time. Yeah. Um. So that. Yeah, that. Tell them about it. I did. I know. We want to tell them about our uh, tips and bits for this week. Tips and bits. Um, I would say get tickets so we can hang out for the weekend. That's my tip. Um, what else have I been? Ah! Are you caught up on The Last of Us yet? No. Okay. I'm playing the game as I go. I know, but that's why I'm asking you because I, I don't know how I much time to, you have actually devoted to I playing the game. Play. And I want to know if we can actually talk about the thing now. You want to talk about that episode three, don't you? Dude, I want to talk about episode four, too. Episode I'm, four was great. I'm through one and two, and that's how far in the game I've got. So I will read. <laughs> I'll try to get through it. Do you know what happens in The Last of Us Part Two? Like no. the game? Okay, never mind. No, I don't get in the spoilers. That's okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to do like a quick little, uh, what do you call it? Firing off stuff. Rapid um, fire. Rapid fire, yeah. Uh, the Bad Batch. We're, op uh, we're operating at 100% oh, this yeah, week. You know, I don't even know what's going on. Um, <laughs> the Bad Batch uh, this season, I've, I said it uh, when it first started. It's great. It continues to be good. This last episode was crazy. A lot of conspiracy theory stuff. Clone Wars. Things coming back. Awesome. Um, switching over to anime. Um, Trigun, the new Trigun reboot is amazing. If you've watched anime in the past and you've heard of Trigun, Bash of the Sandpeed, this is the remake of it. And I'm not normally big on remakes, um, and especially 3D animation ones, but they blew this one away. Nice. Amazing soundtrack. Amazing artwork. It does not look 3D. It looks 3D, but it doesn't look janky like 
some of the stuff has been. And the story's great. Changed it just enough to make it feel new, but it's still familiar. Um, My Hero Academia. Um, I've cried more of this season in anime than I have in a long time. I mean, I'm just... Did we talk about that first honest that first uh, look image of One Piece live action? No, for Netflix, we have not talked about. That. What do you think about it? I'm I'm on the fence. Okay, I mean I think the picture they made it look decent enough, but Netflix, y'all y'all messed up Death Note. Y'all messed up Cowboy Bebop. But I will say. It is reported that the creator of One Piece has had more input on this than any of the creators of those other shows that they fucked up. Yeah, creator of Cowboy Bebop said that that Netflix adaptation wasn't even Cowboy Bebop. No, he couldn't even get past the first episode. Um, Corridor Crew, I think it's Corridor Crew. Um, They have a really good video. It came out over the past few weeks on why Hollywood adaptations of anime fail why they're they're just not as good as the original um i don't know if you i've i've heard I'll articles send, about I'll send, that I'll send it, but i don't know that particular that, one. that particular video i think does a really good job of talking about how the pacing within hollywood adaptations is completely different from how they actually pace stories and action and everything in yeah. the original anime. And a lot of like, um, expressions and stuff that are unique to anime don't relate. They don't translate. Yeah. 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 Um, but also just, you know, trying to be too divergent from the original story. You know, a, a good, expl- or a good uh, example of it is Dragon Ball Evolution, which... <sighs> That's a rough one. I still have a soft spot for it because of how bizarre and weird it is. I mean, that that one scene of Master Roshi when Goku first meets him and he's like turned around and he's just maniacally laughing with his hands up in the air. And Goku's like, my grandpa's dead. And he just stops. I I think that is such horrible, horrible screenwriting and acting. But it makes me laugh every single time just because of how atrocious it is. Yeah. Um, another anyway. example of a, uh, Alita, um, yeah. battle angel is a really good adaptation, but they went so far as to make her have anime eyes that it's almost unpleasant yeah. at times. Ghost in the shell. Ghost in the shell. If, uh, <laughs> I would have to just not, in order for me to like the ghost in the shell movie, I would just have to not know anything about the anime and just love scarlett johansson yeah that would be about it um so yeah that's my anime wrap up um (laughs) like i said i've been watching a lot of my the podcasts i listen to on youtube just to because you miss a lot of like yeah especially like funny podcasts you miss a lot of like expressions and stuff that make things even more funny and i never really got into that but now like if i'm at the gym I'm on the elliptical or the treadmill or something. I'll put it on. Or if I'm sitting at work, I can kind of put it on the background and kind of turn when I hear something. Um, so, yeah, I've been kind of re-watching episodes of my favorite podcast on YouTube. Nice. Which you can do here, too. For this listening. podcast yeah. as well. I, I'll i run through a few things. Uh, like I said earlier, I've been replaying Breath of the Wild. I've uh, really been enjoying that. I think it's... <sighs> It's like a top three video game of all time. Oh, it's amazing. For me. Top five. Um, 
Also, Nintendo, N- Nintendo, Nintendo just uh, released a remastered version of Metroid Prime. Ooh, which I got <laughs> the night that it was out. Yeah. Um. So I've been playing through that. It's been the first time that I've picked that game up since I was like. 12, yeah. 13, something like that. Playing on um, Game Boy back in the day. No, it was on GameCube yeah. originally. Um, but we've all just kind of been waiting. And I think that this is now uh, a good sign that Metroid Prime 4 uh, is finally moving in the right direction. We've been waiting like four or five years for that game to come out, which, I mean, you know, we've been waiting since we've been waiting almost six years for the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Is that the only one that got well. shocked when you realized it was a girl in the suit? Yeah. Well, I was that's the only Sam- one. Samus is a girl. Well, I knew that Samus was a, a woman before I started playing that game. Like, as I played it when Metroid first ever came out. Yeah. So, I was like, oh, that's why I'm so attracted to this. <laughs> well, the suit has boobs. Yeah, but I didn't really. You can't tell on the back in the day on the yeah, first no, ones. No, no, no. They had nice legs, though. So I was like, it makes sense now. But my mind blew. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things I've been watching as well. Um, we just finished the show Dairy Girls, uh, which is on Netflix. It was originally for the BBC, I think. Is this a reality show? No, it's uh, kind of a teen comedy drama. I, um, I just instantly pictured girls working on a farm. No, Dairy, D-E-R-R-Y. Oh, it's set in northern. It's set in northern girls, Ireland, like milk and cows. No, and no, no. Stuff. It's set in Northern Ireland um, during the early '90s. So when you know Sunday Bloody Sunday, gotcha, and, gotcha. And all that stuff. Okay, um, really funny, really great. There's a character uh, on it. Her name's Orla, and she is the funniest. She is what I want to write <clears throat> a funny character to be. Yeah, if that makes sense. So just. My name is Dorla. Orla. 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 Or. O R L A. Orla. Orla. Okay. It's kind of hot. The name. Uh, <laughs> uh, we just watched Nick Kroll's new stand up special Ooh, okay. the other night yeah. as well. Really funny. A um, couple of moments where I was just kind of like, uh, like it just kind of cringed a little bit, but I still think Nick Kroll is hysterical. Uh, he talks about how you, when you start to get that diarrhea feeling and your hairs kind of stand on end oh, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, yeah. Um, really good. <laughs> uh, and then keep watching the last of us. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so good. Uh, Velma still sucks. Oh God. I couldn't make it for, through the first episode. I've watched everything that's out. So far, I think I, I actually I've, I haven't watched the most recent episode, but I I'm, honestly I'm, turned it off. I'm watching out of curiosity and frustration because I know how bad it is, yeah. and I just want to see if it gets any better. It hasn't. It's ostensibly gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> throughout, um, and also Abbott Elementary. I don't know if you guys have watched any of that on ABC. I don't know. What uh, that is. It's about uh, an elementary school in Philadelphia, kind of an underprivileged neighborhood. They, it's just great. Yeah, yeah. Teachers are fantastic and hysterical. The kids are really, really well written as well. Uh, they're in the middle of season two currently. First season, I don't think was a full like twenty three episode season, so it's pretty easy to get caught up on. But regardless, 
Nice. Check it out. Okay. You know what else you should should check check out? out. Jinx. Patreon.com. Yeah, Patreon.com. Oh, sorry. Patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. For as little as five dollars a month, you get bonus content. And right now, Everybody who's on Patreon gets first access to the weekend tickets and the live <laughs> show tickets. So, yes, patreon.com slash podcast. Go there, buy some tickets, hang out with us this week at 10 Bip Weekend 2023, and also just support the show and get bonus content and hear what we want to say on here, but we just can't. It's just not appropriate enough. So if you like that stuff, you can go there. Uh, if you want to get some merch, you can head over to uh, bourbonshop.threadless.com. Uh, Perry will be putting out uh, some exclusive um, shirts for the weekend that even if you're not going to be there, you could order them, right? You can get some stuff there. Um, if you want to send an email, you can send an email to thismybourbonshop at gmail.com. Uh, we'll do a review. We'll answer a question. You just shout you out. Maybe you just want your name on here. Yeah, you, know, you can do it. Um, if you want to send us a voicemail on the barrel ring segment, 859-428-8253. We'll play you on there. We got one. I'm com- no, I'm completely just forgetting the fact that we have other things we need to talk about too. That we have a new Patreon member and we have an, a couple new reviews. Okay, okay, we'll get to them. Um, I know who, what Patreon you're talking about. I was going to get to it toward the end. Okay. Um, if you want to follow us on all social media, it's at my bourbon pod. Um, you can follow Perry at P 1792. You can follow me at whiskey mutant. You can go over to Facebook and join the Facebook group. Uh, this is my bourbon podcast, Facebook group. Answer some questions. We'll put you in there. That's where you can get some updates on everything. And as the live show approaches, we'll probably be putting a lot more updates on there. Um, so join in there and then just leave a review on whatever app you're on. If you're on Spotify, you can leave a rating. If you're on Apple, leave a five-star review or one-star. Either way, we'll read it out. Um, it helps us in the uh, mathematical equation of social media and content making, I believe it does. It does. Okay. We got two new reviews this All week. Right, what is it? First one's from Tony Baravides, our oh. dear buddy. Five stars. He says, get on it. Get on it. I mean, if you aren't listening to these dudes, then where you at? Yeah, where are you then? I agree. And then we got a five-star review from I am Chad E. I am Chaddy. I am Chade. No, oh, who is this? It's your oh. best friend in the whole world. Oh, God. Uh, title is A Couple of Good Fellas. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a podcaster. To me, being a podcaster was better than being president of the United States. Even before I first wandered into the store for an after-school job, I knew I wanted to be a part of them. It was there that I knew that I belonged. To me, it meant being somebody in a neighborhood that was full of nobodies. They weren't like anybody else. I mean, they did whatever they wanted. Thanks, Chad, for that review. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong? What's the matter? If you want more uh, Whiskey Mutant content, you can go to 
<laughs> My Daily Bourbon on Instagram. Um, I'm pretty much mentioned in every video at some point. So check that out. Whiskey Mutant on Instagram and My Daily Bourbon on Instagram. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, and then we have a new Patreon member. We do have a new Patreon. We also have a Patreon uh, upgrade as Ooh. well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah upgrade upgrade uh, to the $10 tier. Mr. Bill Robards Bill himself. Robards. Beer you lovers know, of Wisconsin. He was telling me about that when we were at Arby's the other day. Mm. What'd you do at Arby's? Um, he wanted me to be part of his uh, uh, content that he nice. does. He reviews stuff. Yeah. Um, we reviewed something that wasn't even on the menu. He got like a secret lock. Um invitation to do it and i was in there and we were going to do a pour over i got kicked out because i have whiskey in arby's so i don't <laughs> know how the video turned out um but uh bill reviewed the uh medium rare um roast beef sandwich on a um wheat bun sounds horrible um and i don't know what he said like i said i got kicked out he didn't take up for me but he said to make it up, he was going to up his pledge on Patreon. I appreciate that, Bill. I'm sorry I didn't get to be in your video, but apparently, even though Arby's sells whiskey, you can't bring your own whiskey in and do pour-overs on medium-rare roast beef sandwiches. So, sorry, Bill. But thanks, Bill. Uh, <laughs> we also have a brand-new Patreon. Oh, yeah? Who pledged on the annual tier. Okay. Uh, where you actually get a discount if you do it nice. that way. Uh, but essentially at the $10 per year, or $10 per month tier, uh, we got Connor Kirkpatrick. Connor Kirkpatrick. Brand new member of the Timbib family. Connor, thank you so much for yeah. being here. Yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming that you found a way to... Yeah, we uh, were watching... Um, to go Connor into being... We were watching <laughs> old <laughs> Disney shows at um, Walmart. On the like, we both were shopping at Walmart. Um, I happened to see him looking at the uh pot roast they had there, they had a deal on it, and I was like, Hey, are you getting this? And he's like, I'm thinking about it. He was like, You look familiar. He's like, Yeah, I'm Connor Kirkpatrick. I'm like, Oh, yeah, I know you from um, you're around. He's like, Yeah, 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 I listen to you on the podcast. So we walked around Walmart and did all our grocery shopping together. I helped him get stuff. I marked stuff off his list. He marked stuff off my list. We shared pins. Um, we didn't really make any sweat together, but it was actually very cool in there. We got ice cream together. Nice. Uh, we took a break in between because we had so much groceries to get and went to the Subway. <laughs> you know, the Subway in Walmart? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we shared a uh, foot long. Um, Arguably the... We shared a foot long. Yeah. I was going to say arguably uh, the worst iteration of an already terrible uh, sandwich chain. I mean, chain. when you're hungry, you're hungry. You know? hey. But we, we ordered off the secret menu. What'd uh, you get? The, um, the medium uh, rare Arby's roast beef. Um, we put the uh, Subway sauce on it. Um, and we got the bun lightly toasted. Um, and then we uh, <laughs> continued along, and he actually had to get a new TV. Uh, so we figured out TVs. We watched um, the Disney Channel preview uh, episodes that they had on Walmart. And um, then we checked out together. We helped each other unload. Um, our, sure you did. Our stuff. You shared a foot long. <laughs> you helped each other unload. Yeah. What? <laughs> What's wrong with that? We became friends. And as he drove off, he said, I'm going to join the Patreon. Um, 
And so I believe him because he did. He did it. Yeah. That was a good subway. <laughs> secret secret menus at uh, restaurants that are basically just regular menu items at other no, you have fast to food restaurants. It's secret. really good. Secret. I think that does it for this it's week. On Reddit. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for buying tickets to this My Bourbon Weekend as well. Coming up, Memorial Day weekend of this it's year. It's going to be good. End of May. Uh, tickets are going fast already. Yeah. Todd as Cooper buys now. I mean, and this is going to be three days later. Yeah, exactly. Five days. So where are you at? What you doing? As what's his name said, Tony. What you doing, baby boy? Where are you at, baby boy? <laughs> baby boy, put it on me. All right, that does it for this week. See you guys real soon. Appreciate you. Love you. Hope you have a great week. Oh, I love you. Until so next time, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast. You're getting very close to my <laughs> what <laughs> upper moop. <laughs> this is my bourbon podcast. Yeah, it is. This is my bourbon podcaster right here. It's mine. I like that you were kind of pulling me in closer too. It's mine. Yeah. All right. Love you guys.